Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 227. It is your boy, Celeb, back again, joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's up, dog? What's up? <laughs> back again for another episode, um, and we got some pretty cool stuff to talk about today, some weird stuff as well, but let's go right ahead into it, and what have you been drinking, what you've been gaming, Bolts? Drinking a whole lot of nothing, man. Um, you know, for breakfast, I have a chocolate milk and I have a Dr. Pepper every morning for breakfast. No, you don't. Yeah, it's my go to, man. <laughs> Shut up, bro. I mean, well, I'm serious. <laughs> it's an Oak Farms chocolate milk. It's my breakfast, my calcium. My and then you have like a Dr. Pepper right after it, like yeah. you shotgun both of them. <laughs> no, no, no. My Dr. Pe- <laughs> my Dr. Pepper usually lasts me for the rest of my shift. Oh, okay. But but yeah, that's what I drink, and that's what that's pretty much what I drink. All right, what have you been gaming? Nothing, dude. Nothing. 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 Man, this is this this time of the year, my interest of games kind of like it, it, it dwindles because I got football. Yeah. I've got peak season coming. Yeah, all my time is taken up by those two things, and I just yeah. don't have the time. But Assassin's Creed comes out that's, October second. That's right. As I just I, hopefully, hopefully it's gonna be tough because you know, I, you know, when peak season rolls around, I'm I'm at work from midnight to noon, and then I got football, and then I just it's it's gonna be tough, man. It is. It's gonna be tough. But it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I understand so. that. Been- but I can't play with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep. All right. So, um, well, I haven't been drinking much either. Uh, gaming wise, I've uh, been playing a good chunk of stuff, playing the shit out of Spider-Man, bro. So good. Such a good game. I'm oh glad you're God, enjoying bro. it, brother. Uh, I'm it glad is, you're enjoying it. I really am enjoying it. The story is great. The The combat is great. Um, the layout of the maps and everything. It's just, oh, dude, it's like up there is one of my best games of this year. Um, also uh, played a few other things, played some betas, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, and then I played, um, I've been playing Soul Calibur Five still. Uh, there's two more episodes coming in the next couple of days for the gameplay corner of Soul Calibur Five, getting us pumped up. For Soul Calibur Six, baby. I'm telling you, man. I'm so ready. Cannot wait. So we're not really going to talk about video games coming soon. The only one that's really coming soon is uh, the, I mean, I think it was today, Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider uh, dropped. It's kind of having a few mixed reviews here and there, but who really cares about reviews? If you enjoy the game, go enjoy it. And play the shit out of it. That's right. It's Laura Croft. That's right. Sorry. Other than the stuff that came out on PS2. Can't really go wrong. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, so on today's show, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man. Going to be talking about a new fighting game that's an old fighting game. Uh, some more fighting game news and something to do with Microsoft. So tune in and stay right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. All right, guys, we're back again. 
And uh, we got a pretty special show for you guys. I'm very excited. Oh, not I mean the news topics are always cool to talk about and stuff, but like afterwards we got some other stuff to talk about as well. We're gonna go over the Battlefield 5 beta. We're gonna go over the blackout beta, and then me and Bolts are gonna talk about our top ten favorite games of the nineties. Of the nineties. Really such awesome. a great, great decade Bro, for America. Right when I thought about it, I was like, I already have all the games in, you know, in my head. Be, anything from from video games to music to sports, movies, to everything from the nineties was phenomenal. Was Even great. wrestling, Even WWE, wrestling. Oh, the, bro, the yeah. mid to late nineties to early two thousands. It's it's the peak of wrestling, man. Awesome, awesome. I, I told it awesome. What am I saying? Yes, I totally agree. Totally. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, I was reading this t- next topic. <laughs> um, so, topic number one: Spider Man is getting a new games plus mode in the future. Um, Tony Parker on Twitter tweeted out to Insomniac, will there be a new Games Plus feature for Spider-Man PS4? Um, Insomniac gave a back and said, yes, we're working on it now and polishing it up. So in the coming months, we will see that new Games Plus mode. I kind of always feel that these type of games should launch with them. Well, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt no, you. Okay. You know, I don't have PlayStation or anything. Like that. What, what, what's an NS Plus game new, mode? New Game Plus is to where... Well, I thought they they have some of this on on Xbox on some Xbox games. Well, New Game Plus is to where you're able to jump back into a brand new title and carry over all the stuff that you unlocked from the previous one. Oh, so okay. like if there's if there's suits that you just couldn't get, yeah, or achievements that you just couldn't get. Um, once you complete the game, you are able to instead of having to start a completely new title fresh and everything, you can bring everything over. That that mode did come to um, that mode did come to God of War after launch, but I was already like I'd already played it through two times, and I was kind of like, okay, I'm I'm done. So, um, but like I said, I think these modes should kind of just be built into the game and should launch with them. But either way, it's awesome that it's that it's coming because. I'm sure, especially me downloading this game, I'll play it a good chunk of times over and over. So um, it's fun just to swing through the city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, next up, pretty freaking big news. Something that I don't think anybody really saw coming. SNK announces a new Samurai Showdown game. This Showdown game is called uh, Samurai... Hold up. Spirits. Samurai Spirits. Um, and it looks amazing. It's it really using, does. It yeah, dude. Really it looks good. great. They're using Unreal Engine. Uh, Unreal Engine 4. Um, it's 3D models, and it looks really, really good. Um, there's no console announcement as of yet of like what it's going to come out on console-wise or whatever. We know it's going to come out. Um, but I would probably say if it does come to any console, if there was going to be one console in general it comes to, I would probably say PS4. Absolutely, the um, Switch. Yeah. Yep. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I would, would really like to see this game come to all consoles, so that's just me. Um, but, you, you know, fighting games are the perfect game for cross-platforming. Totally agree. I, it, it would be just, it would be more epic that way. Yeah, I totally so. agree. So, I don't know, man. Um, I kind of, I'm, I'm still feeling weird about this whole Sony Microsoft thing, bro. Like, I don't, I don't really know what to think about it. Like, one part of me 
as like a Sony fan, I'm like, man, I'm glad Sony's doing good. Man, I'm glad all these exclusives are coming out. And then the other part of me, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Sony? Like, stop being a stingy-ass bitch and get your shit together. Let's go, man. I mean, I love the people at Sony. I love the people at PlayStation. I really do. But you can't tell me that there's not, like, a huge amount of people that work for that company. And they're like, can we just do fucking cross-platform? Can we just do it? You know, it's there. Because because as much as, you know, people at Sony... I have people that have friends that work at Microsoft, and I'm sure yeah. everybody owns. But when you work in the gaming industry, I'm sure you own all all 27 systems out there, including handhelds. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is there wouldn't be really much need if you could do certain things, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I still, like I said, I feel a little weird about it. But hey, man, hey, SNK coming back. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah, it's been a while since I've I've played uh, a Samurai Showdown game. Uh, I have a good chunk of them, chunk of them on my uh, on my arcade. Right. I've played them in the last year at least, and uh, they're they're pretty fun. But it's just I love fighting games in general, as do you. And uh, I don't know. Speaking of fighting games, uh. <laughs> Mr. Ono is no longer in charge of Capcom's fighting division. The man himself, the face of Capcom's fighting games, has reportedly been moved to a different position with Capcom. And uh, someone else, the son of, the, of Capcom's founder and producer of Monster Hunter, has apparently absorbed the fighting game division under his umbrella. Um, I, I I will say this after the after the recent flops of the fighting games coming out of Capcom, I can definitely can see understand why they're going in a different direction. Two games in a row. Oh yeah, yeah. Street Fighter Five and and Marvel uh, versus Capcom Infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, it was there there. It was just Infinite was a bad game. Infinite, Infinite was a bad. Was just a a bad game all around. Street Fighter would have been good if they would have released characters. See, if you go now, if you've never played Street Fighter V, and you go now and you play Street Fighter V Ultimate Edition, it's unbelievable. It's a great fighting game. It's really fun. All the characters that are on there. But this is the thing. the last These last two games, you've had to buy character passes. You've had to buy... Like with, with Street Fighter V, there's two or three season passes. Yep. It's ridiculous, bro. It is, it is dumb. It's, it's ridiculous. You end up having to pay shit. like a hundred to two hundred something dollars just to get all the characters that you want. Yep. That's effing ridiculous, bro. I mean, damn. I paid eighty nine dollars. I think eighty nine or a hundred. No, I paid a hundred dollars. I think for Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, and that was no, it was eighty nine, and that came with the season pass that had all the characters. Now, mind you, I still probably think that there is a possibility that they may ask you to pay another fee for another pass, but I would probably say it's going to do like $14.99 or $19.99 at the most. But damn, $39.99, two or three season passes for a game that launched at $59.99 with only five fucking characters. Come Pretty on, stupid. And it's like Marvel Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, dude. I was excited about it. I got swept up by the hype, but the game was total fucking shit. Like they completely changed it. They really they did. They totally changed it. And they went back to 2v2. It, which, like I don't even understand. 
And it, w- it was a slower-paced game. So, yes, was, bro. God. It was just bad. And, I mean, they had the, the licensing issue to where they couldn't use, like, you know, certain Marvel characters and X-Men mm-hmm. characters because they didn't have the license. So they all had to use current Marvel characters in the Marvel MCU. And it was more or less themed around, you know, the, the movie aspect. But the, it still had this classic look to it. And then the voice acting was bad. The graphics were bad. Just everything about the fucking games are bad. But I hate to see that about Yoshi... Yoshi I always say his name wrong. Yoshi Nori... Oh, no. Yoshi Nori <laughs> Ono. God. Because um, he is literally... like He is so passionate about fighting games as a whole. He is really, really passionate. But Capcom was very unsatisfied with the launch of Street Fighter V and Marvel vs. Capcom. Um like and this is a this is an article from Game Informer. Uh, it even states right here that Marvel vs. Capcom was more or less rejected by the fighting game community. It wasn't picked up. Uh, it wasn't like it was completely rejected because it wasn't picked up by the Evo tournament at all. It was pushed out of the way by a brand new fighting game, right. which was Dragon Ball right. Fighters. So that was pretty much a, a word to your mother with with Capcom of stating, "Hey, bro, y'all really fucked up." And, you know, you got a lot of your fans pissed off and they don't even want to fucking play your game now. So I hope things change because I fucking love Capcom. And a lot of people out there, they try to pussyfoot around about stuff and like they don't want to say certain things or whatever because you're going to get people pissed off. I don't ever want to piss any people off that I know in the industry. Uh, But I mean, I'm just a realist, bro. I want to be real about it, man. Like the game was not what it was pushed out to be. With Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, the Street Fighter Five was like you know it, it took me a long time to understand what everyone else was talking about because I was on the bandwagon. Yep. You know, you even came over here. You're like, "That's it." I'm like, "Yeah," but like, there's more characters coming out. Uh-huh. Like, bro, I was so pissed when I came over. It and- sucked. It sucked, and it ha- and it was really bad that that not just the aspect of like, oh, you got to pay this, you got to pay this, but that was done to the fans, bro. That's like that's like taking Mass Effect. And like promoting it like crazy and being like, man, this game's gonna be fucking awesome. Just wait. <laughs> and then like come to find out you can only play like ten hours worth of story. And there's a multiplayer mode that you can play. I would I would have bombed Bioware headquarters. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know that's like, right. It's like scraping out the middle. That's like scraping out the middle of a cake. That's you know it. what I'm saying? That's when the it, cake though. is still whole, you completely cut that's the whole it. middle of it that's out. It. It's like Jesus Christ. So I don't know, bro. It's 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 upsetting to see it happen to him, but it's also upsetting to see the the Capcom fighting games going the way that they have been. But hopefully this is going to be a good thing and maybe we'll see a change coming soon. So Big news right here uh, for anybody that was a fan of this game. THQ has officially acquired the rights to Kingdoms of Amalur. Um, This was a property created by 38 Studios, which is no longer a studio because of what happened. Um, It was a whole big debacle of the studio going bankrupt and, you know, the Kingdom of Amalur's game. What was it? Kingdom of Amalur Reckoning? Reckoning, yes. Which uh, came out in 2012. Um, it was a pretty good game, but the the developers owed like a ton of money to Rhode Island, um, and Rhode Island actually had loaned 38 Studios all this money, and they ended up defaulting on their loan. So it was a really big deal at that time. But as I said, 
Um, this is a this is a really big announcement for anybody that was a fan of Kingdom of uh, Kingdom of uh, Kingdom of Amalur, uh, and then also they uh, picked up Project. What is that? That's a good question. Corpinus. Corpinus, an unreleased MMO RPG in the game's world. So I'm guessing that it's like an MMO RPG of Kingdom of Amalur. I don't know if that would be like the best thing to start out of relaunching the series. Um, but a lot of people, I don't know. Did you ever play the first Kingdom of Amalur? No, um, not, not too much. Um, I, I played Reckoning, uh-huh. um, and it, the 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 adjective they've used was it was decent. That's uh-huh. exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they used a big big writer in in, in the in the book world mm-hmm. to write the story for it. Um, and it just never lived up to, to everything it, that I thought it should have been. Yeah. Um, fun fact, 38 Studios was actually, was created by Kurt Schilling, which is a Hall of Fame pitcher out of the Major League Baseball. Oh. Just to let y'all know. Didn't know that. Yep. Well, uh, big, big shout outs to THQ for acquiring Kingdom of Amalur. Hopefully, THQ's been doing some pretty fucking awesome stuff since they came back to life. Make it great again. Make it great again. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Project Judge is a uh, game brought to you by the devs of Yakuza. It's a new IP. It's coming in 2019 to America, coming in 2018 to Japan, December 13th to Japan. Um, and this title is supposedly called Judge Eyes. Um, now, we watched some of the gameplay of it, um, and it looks fantastic. It looks really good. I think. Uh, I think the the uh, combat looks great. Has an L.A. noir aspect to it, um, like a detective aspect. But um, I don't know. I don't really know much about the game. I've never really been a big Yakuza player. Uh, what do you think about it, Bolts? I mean, um, I love Yakuza, um, and this um, I, I enjoyed the L.A. noir. Um, I, I, I couldn't get into it much, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, this looks like a mix of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and it looks it looks it looks very pleasing, very pleasing. It looks pretty good, and it looks different. I mean, you know, we see uh, there there's a lot of different aspects, but a lot of similarities that we we have seen in Yakuza before. So, um, I'm sure Yakuza fans are excited. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're a Yakuza fan, you'll like this. So, um, <laughs> our last topic before we move into talking about these betas. What is it? Um, this is cited from VG247. Oh, you're so stupid, Microsoft. Microsoft, there's more than enough content this holiday. We do not need Crackdown 3. Now, this was uh, uh, quoted from Microsoft. Um, Aaron Greenberg has stated uh, that, uh, <laughs> that there's more than enough titles this holiday season on Xbox uh, and there's no reason to have Crackdown 3 come out this this holiday season. We're going to get Forza Horizon out early October 2nd and before the blast radius uh, we didn't need Crackdown 3 or any of our other titles in this holiday window. We're planning on launching that in February and then after that Ori and the will of wisps. So he says, I can't think of a holiday that had more AAA titles in such a great time period. <laughs> it says 
Microsoft should have released, and I agree with this. Um, okay, yes, there are games that are coming out in two thousand in two thousand eighteen, this holiday season. There's Red Dead Redemption Two, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Black Ops Four, Battlefield Five, Fallout seventy six. All these games are coming to Xbox, but none of these are exclusives. Um, I honestly believe that this game should have launched this holiday season. Um, they do have Xbox Game Pass, which is, you know, kind of a big, it, it, I guess it's going to be a big push this holiday season, but I just don't understand, like, I don't know, bro. Like, and, and it's kind of the same thing with Sony, too. Like, at E3, we kind of got no word of, like, some of these titles that are coming out and all this other stuff. Last of Us, um, Days Gone, uh, even Death Stranding. We got no word of these titles coming out, but there are exclusives and like one of them being Spider-Man. Um, and uh, I don't know. Bolts, what do you have to say about this? <sighs> Hold on. Let me get up in my chair. <laughs> okay. Well, first and, f- first and foremost, Microsoft, you're dumb. Okay. It's yes, yes. You have all these these great, um, probably great over the top third party games coming out. You're absolutely right. Um, but you can play those on any system. So yeah, so someone could go out and buy a, play, a PlayStation Four and play uh-huh. those games. Yep. You know, and then they can play God of War, and then they can play Spider Man, and they can leave your system in the dust. Yeah. So your 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 thought process behind not releasing exclusive to your system is dumb it's just dumb doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't because you know there's not a reason there's not there's like where's your exclusives you know it's like you know crackdown is not not that big of a game i mean it's a big game it was a big game there there, it has a loyal following because people really 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 enjoyed the hell out of it now, could it be one? Could it be a game that someone grubs out and go goes buy an Xbox? Probably not. Yeah. But you know what? That two percent chance that it does. There's another couple thousand dollars in sales. You know, it's it, that's that's the stuff that bothers me. It's like, yeah, you may not think so, but what about your customers? Yeah. Your customers want it, but maybe not you. Are you yeah. kidding me? And th- and this whole thing that where you think that you don't need to release it, look. This is this is coming out in January and February of 2019. Ace Combat 7. Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3. Anthem. Days Gone. Metro Exodus. Ono 1800. Let the Lie. Live. Trials Ri- Rising and Crackdown 3. That's coming out in the first two months of 2019 yeah. and you think that you you didn't need to release it now? Bro. There's it doesn't make sense because if anything, all those games because Kingdom Hearts is coming to Xbox One, right? Um, and all those other titles are either new IPs or pretty big games, and it, I would think that they would want the game to release it. it oh, sorry, in a, in a down month, like release it in like late November or mid October. You know what I'm saying? If if, if you should have released it in October. You should have released it in October because I tell you right now, come in March, you got DMC five, Division two, The Sinking City, uh, Secret Shadows Die Twice, and then all you know, it's like, come on, people, 
Microsoft, you you did great in E3 and purchasing everything. Mm-hmm. You, you know what? But you get, you still got to feed us. You got to feed us something. Yeah. Third party games are third party games. People want to play Crackdown. People want that open world aspect. Yeah. You know, they want to go over the top. They they enjoyed the hell out of Crackdown too. They want a Crackdown. They want a single title. They want an exclusive. And you're just you're just twiddling your fucking thumbs. Yeah. And it's stupid. It's stupid. We don't need it. Yeah, you do, Microsoft. You need it more than you think you you, you do. They do. And it's it's just it's it's ignorant on their part. It's absolutely ignorant on their yeah, part. They they really do, bro. And and I, and this whole thing about focusing on Game Pass. That's all fine and dandy. I'm I'm glad they're focusing on on this 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 really good aspect of what Microsoft offers. Yeah, Game Pass is really awesome. It really awesome. My son has it. He plays the shit out of everything he played on the 360. Mm-hmm. He plays it over the top, over the top, all the time. So yes, that's all fine and dandy. Congratulations, great job. Um, but your exclusives need to hit the systems sooner rather than later yeah i agree and i have a little diagram i found on reddit uh console exclusives by year um so okay this is crazy um and this is 100 percent real so in 2013 which is when uh ps4 and xbox one came out um ps4 had 11 xbox had 10 2014 ps4 had 36 xbox had 15 2015, PS4 had 72 exclusives, Xbox had 16. 2016, PS4 had 122 exclusives, Xbox had 18. 2017, I just said 2017, I meant 2016, (laughs) the first one. 2017, um, PS4 had 128 Xbox had 14. Nintendo Switch had 49. 2018, which is the lowest year out of all these years, Sony had... PS4 had 58 exclusives. Switch had 25. And Xbox had 5 exclusives. Good job, buds. So, in my perspective as a gamer, not just a Sony fan, I would say that's the reason why your consoles haven't sold. I mean, Xbox... One, as a console, especially the Xbox One X, is a great and powerful console. But why... Don't you fucking use it. Why don't? Why is it not <laughs> being used correctly? Now, whenever we look at the Metacritic scores, and let's just look at 2017, 2018, because those are the big years yeah, that we had three yeah, consoles. Absolutely. So, 2017, there were 14 titles on PS4 that had an 85 plus on Metacritic. There was six on Switch, and there was three on Xbox. 2018, there were eight 85-plus Metacritic score titles for PS4. There were seven for Switch, and there were zero for Xbox. Yep. Then we move into the um, the console exclusives throughout the generation via Metacritic score. We had Nintendo Switch, 97 Okay, 97 for Breath of the Wild, 97 for Mario Odyssey, 92 for Bayonetta 2, um, 92 for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Then you have PS4, Last of Us Remastered, 95, God of War, 94, Persona 5, 93, Uncharted 4, 93, Journey, 92, Bloodborne, 92. 
Um, so, and and also in the year as well, 2017, the highest rated PS4 game was Persona 5, which got a 93. Highest rated Xbox game was Cuphead, uh, which got an 86. And highest rated Switch game was Breath of the Wild with a 97. Then in 2018, we had God of War, which had a 94. Uh, we had Bayonetta for the Nintendo Switch, which had a 92. And then we had a game on Xbox, which had a 79 called Pit People. So, as I said, I'm coming back to the same exact thing. The reason why Microsoft is in the situation that they are in now is because they do not have the exclusives to sell the console. That's like if you were to have a sign that says, I'm selling sandwiches, but it's just two fucking pieces of bread together. You know what I'm saying? You could still call it a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a it's a if it's a fucking bread and mayonnaise sandwich, whatever, okay. It's stuck together. But if you ain't got that fucking meat, cheese, lettuce, bacon, tomatoes, all that shit in the middle, ain't nobody's gonna get full off of that shit. That's a fucking awesome God dang, that's an awesome saying, bro. It's true. If I mean you got an empty ass fucking console, bro. You have a console that is a great console. I've never been a huge fan of the operating system, but the control, the the network, the overall presentation of the system um, is is really great, man. And I just I don't know what they're doing. You can totally agree with me on that, Bolts. I know you can. I know you do. It's just it's sad. It it's is super sad. It is um, absolutely. I don't even know, bro. I mean, it's just, it's crazy because I've, I've said it year after year after year. I'm like, this is going to be Microsoft's year. This is going to be Microsoft's year. This is going to be Microsoft's year, you know? And it hasn't happened uh, because we're getting the same exact stuff from them that we've got in the past. Which is jack and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, real quick, we're going to talk about the Battlefield 5 beta. Okay, Peter. Battlefield 5. Uh, real quick, Bolts. Yeah. Have you never... Re- oh, my God. Have you never really been a big fan of Battlefield? No, because the maps are too big. I, but, but, I mean, like, a little bit more in depth, if you know what I'm saying. No, bro. I've, 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 I've never sat down and played a Battlefield enough to be into it. Absolutely not. Well... Because, there, like, whenever Battlefield was coming... When Battlefield was coming out on the... On the um, PS3. <laughs> yeah, I was still I was still locked into my Medal of Honor. Yeah, you know, the stories of Medal of Honor was just it was they were they were good, and I just never got into anything else. And of course, by that time, the online multiplayer was really picking up with Halo and Call of Duty and shit yeah. like that. You know, so I just never really got into Battlefield. Well, I'm gonna make this pretty kind of short and sweet. Okay. So, while at E3, I played Battlefield 5 on PC. We played the Grand Operation mode, which was in Norway. It was this, like, nighttime and daytime snowy mission. There was, like, 64 players online. And mind you, as I said, I played this game on PC. It was unbelievable looking. I mean, it was, like, 120 frames per second. Graphics were great. I mean, it looked unbelievable. But also, all the people that were there playing this mode were there playing this mode. 
they knew what they were playing. It was grand operations. They knew what they were playing. Right. Everybody right. was that that was playing that went there to play because they're Battlefield fans. In the beta, grand operations mode. You're taking on these people. You have operations that you have to do. But these people that are playing this fucking beta are not doing what is supposed to be done. They're playing the freaking game like it's team deathmatch. There's a multitude of problems with the game. They literally, they pretty much took a ton of different aspects from Battlefield uh, or from Battlefront 2. Um, and I don't know what to do with my brain right now because I was really excited for Battlefield 5. Like, it was going to be a day one buy for me. And I'm totally serious right now, guys. Totally serious right now. I From after... After the beta, there's a very, very big possibility, like 90% chance I'm passing on the game. Um, so the reason why, like, they did this new, like, these updates to where you can, like, somewhat customize your weapons, but it's, like, totally simplified. Like, you can kind of, like, choose a few things here and there, um, and it, and a lot of times, like, it, it's it's really frustrating. Like these upgrades that you get are are it's an upgrade tree with the weapons, and like as you move along, there's a lot of times like it can it can kind of help your um your your gun's accuracy. It can help your gun do different stuff or whatever. But like perfect for instance, I unlocked uh, a, an assault rifle. And it was a semi-automatic assault rifle. I can't even remember the name of it. So, um, I play with it in one match. I put a new upgrade on it, which was, I'm pretty sure it was a new stock and uh, also um, a uh, barrel on, on the gun. After that, it was completely unplayable. Like, anytime I chose that weapon, it wouldn't even let me drop into the map. And I understand it's just a beta. But that was very aggravating to me because I worked my ass off to try and upgrade as much as possible and, and use this gun that was not very good um, and it wouldn't let me do it. And then secondly, it just it the game itself completely fills off like I don't even know how to really explain it like pretty much the same exact way that I felt about Battlefront 2 like. It's not that it's a bad game. It's just it feels like it, it's super boring. You know what I'm saying? Like even when there's other people in the game and you're traversing here and there, it's just a boring game mode. And I think the reason why, to be honest with you, is because I was completely sideswiped by Black Ops 4. I did not expect Black Ops 4 multiplayer to be so high-paced and fast and you know, as, as in my opinion, as good as I, as I found it to be, <coughs> but then you have this and it's like super sluggish. Half the time I joined up with people, they, they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be going from, you know, there's, there's a grand operations mode. Then there's a regular conquest mode where you're just going from like point A to point B, capturing the points, whatever else. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm sure I'm sure the story mode is going to be amazing. <sighs> Sorry, guys. God dang. I'm sure the story mode is going to be amazing. 
because it has the tales of war, which that's one of the best things I loved about Battlefield 1. But this is literally a reskin Battlefield 1. A hundred percent. And um, they, they, from what they said, it's not going to have like a pay-to-win system. There's not going to be loot boxes in the game and all this other stuff. But it was um, the, the upgrade system on the weapons, the upgrade system on the vehicles seemed really lackluster. It seemed basically lazy. It, the I don't know, bro. Like whenever I look at other games and the way that like even with the multiplayer beta for Black Ops 4, um, you know, you, you worked towards that and you can customize your weapons. It was more detailed. This was literally, there was like boxes on the screen and you can like click on this and it attaches it. Like, I don't know, man. It was just, it, it was very upsetting. I literally, the open beta, the day it came down, I, I live streamed it. And later on that night, I played it again for about an hour. And that's the last time I played it. The entire time the open beta was out. Sorry, man. Well, there ain't nothing. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Mike here. There ain't nothing to <laughs> apologize about, man. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And I... Uh, it's like I said before, and it's like TJ said before, like World War II, the zombie mode originally was my niche, and then I kind of got over it. And Battlefield 1, I really liked it, but I, I bought the I bought the, the, the digital deluxe edition, I think, with Battlefield 1, and all the season pass and all this other stuff came with it, and all these maps, and blah, 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 and like... <coughs> The latest DLC for it hadn't even downloaded it because I think I'm just over Battlefield. Yeah, yeah you I mean. are. So because I I, I, I like I, I, I think my mind is starting to change on real fast paced action games and and like on the edge of our seat stuff and that's something we're about to talk about now to move on from the Battlefield Five beta, the Call of Duty. Black Ops 4. This is going down. Blackout beta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> moving on from one beta that I didn't like to another beta that I fucking am in love with. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I am loving the Blackout beta so much. Now, to my, mind you, I've, I've played Fortnite. I've played PUBG. Fortnite is just way too cartoony for me. Uh, I don't like the build system. I don't like the fact that you you can build all this other stuff. It's so it's so unrealistic. Now, mind you, I do respect the fact that it is such a popular game. I, I love that people are loving it. I love that Epic Games is doing amazing. So big shout outs to them for doing such an amazing job with this game. Um, but it's just not for me, man. It's really not. Um, but then I try. I got into PUBG and I tried to play a little bit of PUBG, but. I know this is like petty, but like the graphics are like super weird. It makes me feel like I'm playing a, like a real old school PC title, um, which it, it pretty much it looks like H1Z1. Um, and I played H1Z1 for a little bit as well, and I was kind of like I was pretty over it pretty quick. Um, but then, like originally when they announced Blackout, we have all said this on the podcast before that we think that blackout is going to be one of the most popular features on there because that's what kids are into now. Um, and, uh, I, uh, started playing it yesterday. Um, played it for a total of almost like eight hours yesterday. 
and uh, I'm totally in love with it. I, I matched up with these four dudes online or three other guys online, and uh, we all added each other. I have them on my PSN now, <coughs> uh, and it was it was great. It was really really fun. It was uh, there was a lot of times that we would like we would drop off on certain areas of the map. Like we would ride the helicopters all the way to the end of the map, uh, and <laughs> like we would all drop off, loot as much as possible, get into a big caravan bus, and then like start driving. And we would take people out here and there. But there was one time we came up on this gas station, <coughs> and this dude that was playing with us, his name was Burnt Ass Chicken. Um, he, uh, he was yelling. He was like, there's somebody across there. So we drove over there to it. We shot a couple of people. Well, then some more people came out. So I started to back up, but I didn't even realize it. But like half of my team had already got out of the back of the van or bus. And I ran over them and I killed them. And they were like, you fucking killed me, bro. I was like, oh my God, I just killed my teammates because there's friendly fire on there as well. But it's, it, it. Me personally, I've really loved the game. But real quick, while I look something up, Bolts, I want to hear your thoughts on it. I hate it. Okay. Um, to me, it's 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 not a Call of Duty. Um, it's when when whenever you're whenever you're in in this in this blackout map and you're running across this running and driving or whatever. <laughs> at, at that point, I, I comment. I said it reminds me of, of reminds me of Far Cry. You know, yeah. you know, I've got this, I've got this mission, I've got this map that I've got to go take over Jacob C. That's yeah. exactly what it reminds me of. It doesn't remind me of a multiplayer. It doesn't remind me. It's not on my. Is to me, it's not on your edge seat excitement because, yeah, you may sync up with four guys and you may go do this and this and this. Now you got to go find somebody. Mm-hmm. To to me, that's that. To me, that's that's not fun. Yeah. Um, I would rather be in a map. Balls to the wall, twenty four seven, go 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 go. Yeah. That's I I enjoyed the 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 multiplayer of Black Ops Four. You know the fast pace, pick it up and go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh-huh. But this right here, this 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 is wasting my damn time. You know, it, it, you die. Okay, now you got to get out, go find another game to go yeah. play. It's to me, it's it's completely fucking pointless. <laughs> it, it to me, it, it truly is. Completely pointless. It is. Well, this map is and, and, is and, one of the oh, things sorry. that. Huh? Oh no! I was going to think. I was. I said the only reason they made this is because because of how big Fortnite is. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't say how big Fortnite is. I would say how big Battle Royale is now. I disagree. Without Fortnite, it doesn't go anywhere. You're crazy. Bro. I dis- PUBG I, came out before Fortnite. I understand that. So did H1Z1 came I out know, before listen, PUBG. Listen, it's not that without Fortnite, games are I not totally going to this. I totally disagree with you. PUBG came out before Fortnite. Mm-hmm. First off, mm-hmm. and it was I know it that. was as popular as Fortnite is now. So the only reason why Fortnite even came out is because Epic Games had the same exact type of concept. But I'm telling you, right? I'm just telling you, PUBG. Is PUBG? Well, everybody always cuts back to like Minecraft. Minecraft put in you know battle royale games. I don't look at it like that. I look at the success of PUBG is what really made people kind of look into the battle royale uh, battle royale aspect. Now the money aspect, I can understand what you're saying. Of, of, of most of these companies, are like, well, if we can do at least a somewhat ex- uh, exciting 
you know, battle royale game, maybe we can make as much money as Epic has made off of it. You know, but I, I understand what you're saying. I do, I do. But I don't think, I honestly do not think that they started this because of Fortnite. And I'm almost certain one of the Treyarch devs said that they've been working on this for almost two and a half to three years. As long as PUBG has been out. You got to remember, this is Treyarch. What was the last game that oh, came no, out? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not denying the fact that the, they may have been working on it. But to me, PUBG is nowhere near as popular. And yes, as Fortnite, you're absolutely right. Before before PUBG was H1Z1. Of course it was. Yeah. I know this. But without the success and the popularity of Fortnite, a lot of these companies wouldn't be doing battle exactly. royale Yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree on that aspect. Um, all right. So with this map there, and this is one thing that Bolt said he did like about oh, it. Oh, I absolutely love this aspect, how they link up yeah. all the old maps. Yeah. Uh, multiplayer maps into one big map exactly. and, and it co- he, it's cohesive into the yeah. flow of it that's pretty fucking now, cool now some of these areas I think are new like the construction site yes. is new yes. uh, estates is from Black Ops 2 uh, it's the Black Ops 2 I think raid map um, then you have uh, train station which is a new add on uh, then we have the Black Ops 2 hydro map which has been kind of Expanded out yep. to a bigger yep. map. That's one of my, that was one of my favorite maps on Black level. Ops 2. Um, also, uh, World War World at War's uh, Asylum, uh, which is a complete recreation of, of the Asylum mode from the zombie mode, uh, or the Asylum map from the zombie mode. And what's really cool, too, is like if you have different people in there, you can throw one of the monkey bombs. And if they're, I think if there's zombies in the area, they'll come to the yeah. monkey bomb and. Yeah. Whatever else. And those zombies are hard to kill, bro. They're, they're definitely hard to kill. Um, another thing, too, about the zombies is that you'll see some of the boxes. Like, you'll see the light for the box pop up. And if you run to it, you'll see the box open, but you'll see zombies popping out of the ground. And if you shoot the zombies, you'll get, like, special weapons, which is pretty cool. Um, then we have the uh, firing range, which is the original firing range from Black Ops. Um, and it's been added in there as well. Then there's a ray, which is pointed out towards the Nuketown map. Then we have Rivertown, uh, which is kind of like a little area that is just all water-based gameplay, uh, which is really cool. Then we have Nuketown. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't played it yet and you plan on playing it in the next day or so, Nuketown is like a... Nuketown is like a... <laughs> a total freaking multiplayer fest. Like, if you plan on... If you want, like, high-octane multiplayer gameplay drop in a nuketown at any point in time i'm telling you there is always going to be a ton of people in nuketown um so and the nuketown map has been kind of updated to where it's like everything's burnt and crispy and all this other stuff so um then there is uh the cargo dock uh which is just a little another water area um, and then there is the lighthouse, which lighthouse is, uh, it says on this area right here, it says located just across from the water, uh, south of cargo docks. The lighthouse was a previously unnamed area that Treyarch deemed worthy of its very own map callouts. <coughs> then there is fracking tower, um, which kind of reminds me of another map. I think it was from Modern Warfare. Um, it was like the oil rig map. Or, you know, it was like in the middle of the desert. It had that one big... Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I think that's a new area as well. Um, then there is turbines, uh, which are basically it's the turbines from the one uh, multiplayer map in Black Ops 2. Then you got Factory, uh, which is also a new map as well. Now, there are a ton of different areas throughout the map that are just like barren areas or, you know, where there's little houses and all this other stuff. You can get you can get cars, <coughs> ATVs. But I'm going to tell you right now, the best place that I have found to get some of the best weapons is in construction site. If you go to the very top of construction site, you can get, you know, very high damage weapons. Um, assault rifles, all different types of stuff. Me and that group that I've been playing with uh, dropped into construction site the other day. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, there is there was a ton, a ton of weapons. Um, so... I honestly believe, I think the solo mode's cool, I think duos is cool, but the best way to play this Blackout multiplayer beta is in quads. Uh, quads is so cool. You team up with four different people, it seems, I mean, it really does, it It, it just enhances your gameplay. You know, solo is, is fun. Uh, me and Bolts, or Bolts was watching me play it earlier, I got down to, I think there was like 12 people left, or 13 or 14 people left. Um, running across the map, I jumped into this one area and I got this 50 cal rifle. Um, and then, of course, I couldn't just keep to myself. I thought there was one person across the way and it come to find out there was four people. So I was shooting at this dude and he kind of, I guess they told this guy to sneak up behind me. So he like drove off to this other side and drove up behind where I was and came in and killed me with a shotgun. So, um, but it's just to me, it's very high octane, uh, but it, it also has its quiet parts that kind of put you on the edge of your seat, make you makes me want to like right now, just even talking about, it, I want to go in there and start it up again and play it because it is, it's, it's fun. Um, <coughs> now I know it is a battle Royale mode. I know bolts just hates battle Royale. Um, and I can understand why he hates it. I, I can't uh, because it, it's a very different mode. Whenever I first started playing Battle Royale games, I did not like them at all. Um, and I thought it was stupid that everybody was getting them. Um, but like I said, I personally believe that this is probably one of the better Battle Royale games that I've played. Uh, it it kind of seems like PUBG HD. Like it, the graphics are way, I mean, way highly advanced. Um, on, than what, what we've seen in PUBG. Um, uh, and we also, as I said before, we... <sighs> I feel that this will be probably one of the most popular modes in Black Ops 4. I think the, the zombie mode is going to be good. I think multiplayer is going to be good, but I think people are really going to gravitate this mode, especially if you love... Um, battle royale titles and they plan on keeping um, support for this game for quite some time especially this game mode so um, anything else to say on this bolts sucks <laughs> that's it that's it dog. now look mind you bolts <laughs> dropped in bolts like uh, uh, bolts was playing earlier and bolts was like flying in he was like oh, i'm gonna just fucking drop in right here drops right down where there's like fucking six seven dudes Right, 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 and they kill me, and then now I gotta back out and go find another game. Yeah, okay, that's that's five minutes. But of my why life. do you expect to respawn, bro? Like, why would you respawn in a in a battle royale? Title? That's what I'm just saying. That's to me. That's not, to, to you, me. This is not multiplayer. This is not. To, it's not multiplayer. 
It's not. That's it's not. That's the reason why it's called Battle Royale. But like, it's that's what I'm telling. I know that. Yeah, it's. But it's I personally, stupid. I just thought that you would like it because it's set in that Call of Duty style of gameplay. Oh, this the gameplay is nothing. It's 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 the it's the game it's the game format. Yeah. But it it could be Call of Duty, whatever the fuck it wants to be. But it's but the, it's a battle royale situation, and it's it's to me it's I understand it's pointless. Understand. All right, so now we're gonna get into some real good stuff. Our top ten games of the nineties, baby. So Bolts, you get to go first this time. You went first last, or I went first last time. So. See <laughs> that throat. It's a, yeah, it's right, throat. right. Um, well, let's first first to say this. Back in the nineties, as I was, I was a big PC player. That's where that's where most of my gameplay game time was handled was on the PC. Um, I didn't play very much Super Nintendo, PlayStation One, N sixty four, any of that. I was I was a big PC PC little gamer. Um, and I, I'm gonna say these are my top ten. Not necessarily in this order, but I could definitely see it, seeing it be in this order. Um, I'll just, I'll just start, start. Number ten, Diablo. Um, yeah. Diablo set set a standard for 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 RPGs everywhere. I mean, it, it you know, if you <laughs> if you play RPGs, your, your your biggest thing is loot. You find the loot. You find all the good stuff. You 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 stack up on inventory. You stack up on gold. Um, Diablo was just where it was at. Now Diablo 2 is perfection. And I believe that came out late 90s as well. Um, but Diablo, the first Diablo really set it up for, for a greatness of what Diablo 2 is. Yeah. Um, so Diablo is all the way. Um, number nine, Half-Life. I mean, let's be real. Um, Half-Life was, 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 was so good. Half-Life 2 was even better. Um, it was a great first person. You know, little sci-fi thriller. It had a little yeah. face huggers, little crabs, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, crabs. It, or it whatever was. It yeah, was. it was just. It was so. It was so good. The story was great. The you know the the anime of the, the the game physics, the animations of the characters, the voice acting, everything about that was great. Valve hit a home run with that. Um, Warcraft Two: Tides of Darkness. Oh. RTSs, baby. Oh this th- this was this was truly the rise of RTSs. Was the decade of the nineties. Um. I absolutely loved RTSs and Warcraft 2 Ties of Darkness is it really really hit a home run for me. Um you know of course you know wow 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 was expanded from the from the RTSs the original Warcraft Warcraft 2 uh Warcraft 2 Ties of Darkness which is the expansion. Um and of course Warcraft 3 which was more of a th- uh, was a more of a 3D version of RTSs. It wasn't as popular as Warcraft 2, but it was really it was still good. Uh Tides of Darkness amazing. Um Final Fantasy 8 on the PS1. What number is this? Uh, uh let's see 10 9 8 7. Okay. Number 7 Final Fantasy 8 on the PS1. I know everybody drifts towards Final Fantasy 7. Um yeah. I will actually say I played Final Fantasy 8 before I played 7. Um I just I I grew more to like the characters in 7. Yeah. You know, Squall and stuff like that. I in I 8 I mean eight, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. In okay. eight, I just like I like the characters better. Um, it, it's just I it really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Quake, the original Quake. All right. Um, when I was growing up, Quake came out. I can't. I think it was mid nineties. Uh-huh. I was still like nine or ten years old. 
Um, kind of messed with my head a little bit because as you're playing through Quake, Nine Inch Nails did the soundtrack for Quake, original Quake. Um, and then the sound effects in the background, it was, um, every, you know, cause Quake was, the original Quake was kind of based in hell. 96. Was it 96? Yeah, yeah. mid 90s. Um, I, you kind of had that hell, that hell, um, vibe from it. But in the background, as you're running through the levels, you have this little baby crying in the background, really? like it's screaming or crying or whatever. Yeah, it, it really. I, I could, I could, I could handle it for long periods of time. Yeah, I um, can't believe I never knew. I don't know why, but I never knew Nine Inch Nails originally did the. Yeah, bro. Like when you get the nail gun and Quake, and you pick up the ammo. Yeah, the boxes say NIN. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, many times I've played the original Quake. <laughs> yeah, it that. was great. I loved it. Uh, let's see, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Number 5, StarCraft, baby. <laughs> Another RTS, dog. Jeez. Warcraft was great. Starca- StarCraft is the epitome of all RTSs. Um, so many tournaments have been based off StarCraft. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, they take a lot of lines from, like, the Alien franchise, you know. It's just, it's, oh, it's so amazing. So amazing. Um, uh, number 4. NBA Jam for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> NBA Jam turn NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Now there's no Boom Shakalaka. I'm telling you, man. The uh there's no basketball game greater than NBA Jam ever. I agree. It's it's just where it's at. Yeah, dude. Um, it was so much fun to play. It was. It was. Even though you know the downside is, you know, when this was co- when they made NBA Jam, they didn't have a Michael Jordan in there. Yeah. They didn't have a Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, true. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But it was still still amazing. The power ups, everything about yeah. it. Number three, um, NFL Blitz for the PS One, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look, NFL Blitz, I'm bro. You, look, I got a PS One for Christmas. I got NFL Blitz. Did not have a memory card. I would, I would play that, turn off my TV, keep that bad boy up. Uh, yeah, you had to. You had to. Yeah, you had to. If you didn't turn it off, if exactly. you turned it off, you'd lose all your safety. Man, but NFL Blitz is, oh, it was just so over the top. It's so extreme. Yeah. You know, you could you could get those three little little stickers or whatever. You got floating heads, big arms, whatever. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was just over the top football and it was amazing. Um, number two, Metal Gear Solid for the PS1. My boy. I mean, you know, um, yeah, it was funny. I, I, I had bought it and I really didn't understand how to how to play a game that's that that's that um that's serious that's serious yeah so yeah. I played like forty five minutes of it and I got frustrated yeah and I didn't touch it for like six months yeah and then I came back to it me and my buddy Cody who uh, who I grew up with was was a, was a childhood friend man he would come over and stay the night and we would play hours upon hours yeah upon hours um at that time I had a memory card so yeah. I could save it you know that's a way to go <laughs> right um number one. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be funny that this is my number one, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, oh man, look, look, go, going in there. Uh, I'll say Roller, t- Roller Coaster Tycoon two, because um, the first one was kind of the the second one had all the good graphics and yeah. so on and so forth. But man, you build a roller coasters and you build this one that just slingshots and you sling them hose right off the edge of it and yeah. they go that. It was just great. It was great. It was all kinds of fun building your own theme park. You know, because I'm, I'm a thrill ride guy. I love yeah. my roller coasters. I love, you know, going to find the biggest and the fastest, whatever I can do, and I could build that. Now, I'm going to do two honorable mentions. Okay. Um, the Sims 2. All right. The Sims 2 was, it was great. I mean, you could live your own life. You could do whatever you want. You could do your cheat code, Rosebud, 
exclamation mark, semicolon, boom, 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 and get us this much money, buy whatever you want, build the big old houses. Um, it was great. And then, of course, another RTS was Stronghold. This was a this was a medieval type, um, medieval type RTS. Yeah. Um, the characters were great. The little story behind it was really, really, really good. Um, but yeah, man, PCs, RTSs, that's where it was at in the nineties. I'm just telling you, dog. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. All right, man. So, man, 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 man. Um. I have a feeling our list is going to be really different. Yeah, it's going to be different. So my number 10 game, Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. Came out in 1994. One of the best games to ever come out for the Super Nintendo is by far one of my favorite games of all time. Um, it uh, it was fantastic, man. It was, it was a really, really good game. And one of the cool things, too, is that whenever it came out, I've talked about this on the podcast before. For some reason, my mom had uh, had subscribed to some video service, and they would like randomly send out videos uh, that just pertain to nothing. Like she would get like Alan Jackson um, music videos. Like the, literally, the tape was like there was barely any tape on it. It was just enough for like a ten minute video, uh-huh. and like there was Alan Jackson's. Uh, Oh, oh my God! What was it? Chattahoochee. Oh yeah, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, Chattahoochee. and then um, some other country music star. Um, she would get videos like that. Well, then for some reason we got this random video from Nintendo, and it had like plastic on it and green leaves. It was before the game came out, and it had like you know the Donkey Kong, or it had like top secret blah 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 so we'd like open it up and it said donkey kong on the tape and we're like holy shit so we like put it in and watched it and it was by far probably one of the greatest moments ever like it was one of those things that made me like kind of think about video games um that it could be a job it was a behind the scenes video of the creation of donkey kong country it showed these guys who's like these guys play video games for a full-time job and he's like yeah (laughs) it was awesome bro it was so scripted but it was so cool they talked about the music of the game and all this other stuff and that was one of my favorite things about donkey kong country was the music uh the graphics and the gameplay were great but the music was un believable uh, i mean that underwater aquatic song uh-huh. i can't even think of it but it's like oh my god bro so sick i loved it um but that's my number 10 my number nine star fox 64 came out in 1997 with nintendo 64 great game but i fucking hate what's his name flippy i yeah. fucking hate him everybody hates flippy Everybody God, hated Flippy. It was horrible, man. It's the worst character ever created. But that game, dude, I'm telling you right now, like it made me want to get my homework done as quick as possible so I can jump in there on that console and play it. It was such a great game. Really, really good game. Um, number eight, Resident Evil for the PS1 came out in 1996. I did not uh, have the game, but my brother at the time did. <laughs> Our stepbrother at the time. And uh, brought it over. He was there for the whole weekend. We sat there and played it from start to finish. Great, bro. Super fucking scared after I got done playing it because of the whole door thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, 
you know, I know a lot of you guys out there are like, you know, youngsters, but <laughs> a lot of you guys out there are youngsters. But, you know, if you don't remember uh, in Resident Evil 1 on PS1, when you would open a door to another room, it would it would like show the door. It would slow the or if you were walking up steps, it was like, and I'm like, oh, my God, bro. But the zombies were cool. It was just a great game for the time. So, number seven. GoldenEye 007 for the N64 1997, baby. I almost put that in there. Whoa! Night after night after night when this game came out, that's all we did was play it. Four-player on-screen co-op. Or co-op. Four-player on-screen battle royale, whatever you want to call it. Deathmatch. Oh, my God. It was so good. You know what, what? What we I loved to do. What we used to love to do was we used to, you know the proximity mines. Yeah, we would have one person if they like go to one side of the map yeah. and throw proximity mines all over the place, and the other three had to get to them without dying. That, Man, hey, that's where it was at, dog. You right, and all you could have was a pistol, so you could like if you spot them, you could blow them up and stuff like that. But yeah, that's where the shit was, dog. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, it was just, it was such a great game, bro. It really was. And I'm trying to find his name. Odd Job. My God, bro. Odd Job. Like, it's supposedly, I can't remember the publication that did it, but they did some article about it recently. And they're like, just to let you know, if you ever chose Odd Job playing Goldeneye, you were a cheater. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because Odd Job was like half the size of all the other characters. So, and anytime you played on on uh, on you know the the multiplayer mode or whatever the deathmatch mode, you always had to try and go and get the golden gun. Like that was the key. If you got the golden gun, you kill everybody. So, um, I, I loved GoldenEye. It was amazing. Then number six, Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo came out in nineteen ninety. Me and my brother played this game so much, it was ridiculous, and we were stuck on this one level. We had a guy that lived across the street from us. His name was Michael. He came over one day, beat the level for us, and then we moved into the last level of the game, fought Bowser, and won. It was probably one of the greatest achievements me and my brother have ever done. <laughs> like When we beat that game, bro, it was unbelievable. It was such a, a, an amazing feeling super mario was just such a great game all around art style music hey, I, I felt that way about metal gear after i beat it oh yeah oh me too. my god yeah. yeah it was great uh then number five super mario 64 came out in 1996 on the n64 first mario game to be three-dimensional like that to have this open world and it was on this new system and blah 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 it was such a great game. Being able to jump into those pictures and go to different worlds and all this other stuff, it was just awesome, man. It was a, a really fun experience. Kind of changed the outlook of what yep. Mario could be. If anything, that kind of opened up the window to, like, you know, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Odyssey, oh, yeah. oh, and all yeah. that. Oh, yeah. so. Number four, Doom on PC came out in 1993. My mom was very upset whenever she saw that I was playing this game, uh, but we had a computer at the house, and a friend of mine told me about it at school, and I downloaded it. <coughs> I downloaded it. Told me about it at school. He gave me uh, the floppy disks. <laughs> Good old floppy disk. <laughs> he had the floppy disk. He came, he, I don't think he came over. I don't know if he came over or if he let me borrow them and I had to bring them back, but 
put the floppy disk in, download it on my computer, and man, I'm gonna tell you. That's that's when PCs could run anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so great, bro. Such a good experience. It was scary as shit at that time, but it was it was fun. It was really, really fun. Uh Half Life on PC, nineteen ninety eight. Wow, dude. I mean <sighs> Half-Life was such a good game. Gordon Freeman is a piece of shit, kind of, for letting everybody fucking right? die. Yeah, no he shit. was just like, fuck everybody else. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> but um, it, was a, it was a really good game. Everything about that game was perfect, man. I'm going to tell you, bro. It was, it was great. It was really, really great. Um, Gordon Freeman is one of my favorite characters, and one day we will get Half-Life 3. Please, please. Number two. Earthworm Jim 2 <laughs> on the Super Nintendo it came out in 1995. Yes. Bro, it was such a good game, bro. I'm going to tell you right now, Earthworm Jim is by far one of my favorite characters. Um, and uh, it was, I don't know, bro. It was just, it was such a crazy game. It was, it was just all over the place, man. But Earthworm Jim, great art style, great comedy. Number one. No, you don't say. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. PS1 1998. Great music. Enough said, bro. Great voice acting. Everything it was, about it. It was great. I have two honorable mentions. Everybody knows how I feel about Metal Gear Solid, so there's not really a, a right. reason to go into it. I have two honorable mentions. Star Wars Dark Forces. Came out in 1995. I played it on PC. Yes, you um, did. It was really good. Uh, it, I think it eventually it did come to PlayStation, and then they relaunched it on everything on PS3 and blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. And then one of my favorite games of all time. I couldn't put it on the list because all those other games I thought it were better, but this is by far one of my favorite games, and I was really upset. That it didn't get a relaunch. It got put on a Kickstarter and it almost made its goal and it didn't make it. And they ended up having to shut the project down. It was supposed to be kind of a relaunch on PS4. Boogerman, a pick and flick adventure. Are you shitting me, bro? One of my favorite games came out by Interplay. It was a great fun disgusting game you were literally a dude that flicked boogers and farted at people and i'm gonna tell you bro it's it's by far one of my favorite games to ever be out it was um it was on the super nintendo and it was on the sega genesis It came out in 1994 um the only reason why i even knew about the game is i was like no joke in the video store. Uh, oh, I miss video stores, JJ's man. Videos. I miss video JJ's, stores. <laughs> we were at the video store, and we were looking at all these videos or whatever. I went over to the Super Nintendo section. I was like looking to see what they have, and I was picking my nose, and this guy walked up to me, no joke, and was like, what are you, Booger Man? <laughs> I was like, what's Booger Man? And he showed me the game, and I was like, huh. So I rented it. For what? It was like a dollar ninety nine. It, w- it was probably even cheaper than that. God, dude. bro, it was so cheap to rent games back in the day. Dollar ninety nine to rent it, I think, and uh, it was it was amazing. Like I think we ended up <laughs> buying the game eventually, but they had a Kickstarter that came out, and uh, it was supposed to. I don't know exactly what happened. I think it just didn't reach its goal. Um, it was it was really upsetting. It was a. Burger Man 20th Anniversary Kickstarter for PS4 and Vita. 
Um, and uh, like I said, it, it did not reach its goal. I was very upset. Um, I know the Twitter page had followed me because um, I was talking this game up, bro. I'm telling <laughs> you. Um, uh, it was it was really awesome. I think it was in 2014. There's some of the art for it right there, Bolts. Um, it looked it looked great. It, it was all. I think they said it was all supposed to be maybe like hand drawn gameplay. Uh, there's also this like fart copter to where like the helicopter's made out of a toilet seat, and there's like cannons on there that shoot giant boogers out of it and all this, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I was so excited, and the fact that it didn't make it really upsets me still to this day so anyways guys this is episode 227 of the second video podcast love you very much uh bolts do you have any shout outs nothing you know who you are who everybody oh my god <laughs> hey thanks for listening buds yeah we really enjoy your ears yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. What is that weird thing they do on Twitch now? They rub the mic. They're like, salamanders like saucy gravy. What the are you watching, bro, dog? I, it's some new weird trend. Yeah, like, we're, we're not doing it. I'm going to show it to you on Twitch after this, bro. It's super weird. They have mics that look like ears. So, like, when you wear headphones and they talk, it like if they talk in the left ear, you can only hear it in your left ear. And if you talk in your right ear, and then I like rub it a certain way so you hear the. It's so weird, bro. It's so weird. weird. It really creeps me out. But, anyways, all right, guys. Um, shout outs to all you guys. Shout outs to TJ. I know he, he couldn't be here. Work has been crazy for him still. So, episode 227. Make sure to check back soon for <coughs> the return of the Off the Hinge podcast. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.